Alright, hello and welcome to Basement Movie Room. We are live on Twitch with our Rings of Power Episode 7, the penultimate episode entitled The Eye. Yes. Which uh, I usually don't remember to look up the episode title, but I've had a couple <laughs> days to figure that out since uh, last time. So this one picks up immediately after the events of the last episode. But before we get into the recap of the episode, we'll go through our thoughts. What did you think of this episode? Oh, I think this was probably the best one yet. Um, you know, it's still a lot of setup involved, but I think it, it's really starting to really starting to gain traction here and uh, see the direction that they're going a lot more clearly. Right. So. And, you know, I'm even more excited for the next episode. So, really enjoyed this one. Best one so far. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Really good episode. Really, really good. I don't know if it's the best one. I really like the last episode, too. Mm. But, I, I mean, it's up there. It's really kind of hitting its stride. I mean, people are still complaining about every little thing and silly stuff. And read this whole article today on Tom's Guide where this guy's like, oh, no, there's ruin in the show. She says Celeborn's dead and all this stuff, which, you know, that's where we'll get into that. Yeah. It's like silly stuff. So, yeah. So, great episode. Terrific. Really kind of moves the plot forward to kind of get us set up for probably an episode eight season finale that's going to leave a lot of questions anyway we know it yeah. is we know nothing's going to get ultimately solved in this but this episode does move it forward to kind of get things moving towards the resolution at least for this season yeah so yeah they, they have a lot of ground to carry they, they uh, do to cover in, in the next so i don't know are they gonna have like a two-hour finale or is it still gonna be i don't do know. You know i haven't even seen i mean yeah this episode was what over an hour 73 minutes yeah, or something hour like and that five yeah, with credit. Hour five, yeah yeah so yeah i suspect that the next episode will be probably around the same length mm. it could be a little bit longer who knows but we do have a lot of ground to cover mm -hmm. so maybe it'll be a little bit longer yeah maybe all they'll, right they'll hit the ground running yeah. with the next one yeah running like barrack yeah <laughs> yes, Barry. And we're just getting it. Love in this that episode. Love that name. Yeah. All right. So I think we can just kind of go ahead and get right into the recap. Mm -hmm. So we open up the episode, like I said, at the right after the end of the last episode, uh, with the recovery from the volcano and the destruction it wrought on the village with all the people and the Numenorians. Um, we get scenes. Uh, we we start meeting characters who survive, which is seemingly all the major characters survive, which we knew they would. Mm -hmm. um, we get the queen, queen regent uh, Muriel. We get uh, Isidore, Isidore's friend Galadriel. Of course, she survived. She took it head on in the face and survived. Mm -hmm. So you know she's the least likely one to survive. But you know that elf magic, I guess she survived. Theo and Galadriel end up together. It's kind of like a few different groups of mm. people you don't you don't know that everybody survived automatically you get kind of little little spots of people who survived and some people you don't see till later yeah so what's his name didn't make it out Cedor's other friend Antamo. yeah yeah Antamo yeah. did did die he, he did not make it he was really set up to die from the beginning like i said they showed yeah. he had like a future wife and stuff back home so it's pretty clear that yeah he was probably not going to make it somebody was not going to make it out of that group um the queen starts trying to help people and Isidore is helping her. I don't think she recognizes him. I don't think she knows him that he's Elendil's son because she said, help me soldier, you know, instead of, you know, she, right. But he's helping get people out. The roof is collapsing on a building. He's holding up 
to get the queen out of the building along with some other people. And the queen escapes, turns back for Isidore, and fire explodes, hits the queen in the face, and Isidore, the building collapses in on him. So assumingly Isidore's dead, even though we know he can't be, unless they're taking a completely different direction with the show. (laughs) They're just like, we don't like this guy, we're getting rid of him. Yeah, oh God. Yeah, so 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 that's uh, that's where that ends. Everybody kind of moving away from the village. Away let's, from... let's hope they don't go that route. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> that no, no. Might I don't lose... think they're going there. I don't think they're going there. That I might lose they're... a lot of people. I think they're just telling the story. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. And figure out where they are. Yep. So so the, everybody's moving away from the village, getting out of the village, and that's the end of that scene. So which is anything to add to that scene? No, I thought the all the ash was. That was pretty neat. I mean, yeah. that, that was a pretty big production. Right yeah, there. nice practical effects. Holy all the cow. ash falling, the fires, yeah. even that one, the horse running through there with on, on fire. fire. Yeah, that was pretty neat. It I was, was very real. I was trying to look and see if it was CGI, and it was hard to tell. No, they definitely set a horse on fire. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, it looked really good. Uh, I thought that scene was well done. Yeah, yeah, it, it does look great. Yeah. it's it's all that the ash fall and everything is very. Mm-hmm very very well done and like the fog that you're dealing with throughout the whole scene it's it's great yeah 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 gladriel should have been banged up a little bit more like everybody else probably (laughs) you know she was pretty yeah she was a little cleaner than everybody else but you know yeah all right so on to the next scene we're back with the harfoots they are walking and uh they're singing a song of course because they're always singing and they're, they come up to a little river, and they believe they're coming up to what's somewhere called the Grove, which is apparently a place they really like. Uh, Poppy you know, indicates that she can smell burning wood, that they've already started a fire maybe and are cooking at the Grove. But they top the hill to discover that the Grove has been hit by volcanic rock and has been essentially burned down. All the trees there, fruit-bearing trees, seems like apple trees, I believe, mm-hmm. have been burned down. It's very disappointing. They're still picking some of the burnt fruit, I guess, because they have to. They need it to survive, I guess. And then uh, Sadak, Sadak it comes over and asks uh, Nori if they will ask the big fella, as he calls him, to help them with his magic. And Poppy realizes that Nori is still kind of scared of the magic of the stranger. And she kind of jumps in and says, well, we've already asked him for so much. We don't feel like we can ask him for more. And so Doc's like, well, I'll ask him. Then. Yeah. So he does ask him. The stranger goes up to one of the dead trees, starts uh, praying. I assume in Elven, in the Elven language. I don't know. They've never made it clear. And I don't know the difference between Elven language and the Black language or whatever. Yeah. He's, he's speaking enough to know. But I assume he's speaking in Elven and he's talking to the tree. And there was that little funny line like, you know, Sadak's like, oh, he's using small words so the tree can understand him. Oh, right. <laughs> and the ladies, but trees don't talk. And he's like, some do. <laughs> yeah, they do. The ants do. So he's doing that. So all the all the hardfoots are gathered around, and he's the tree starts cracking and everything. And the and, and the uh, Nori's uh, little brother or little sister, I can't remember, it's a boy or a girl, gets yeah, gets excited and runs up towards the tree because uh, she thinks it's working. And the tree starts cracking, and Nori jumps on her and throws her to the ground, and part of the tree falls on both of them. They're ultimately okay, but Nori is scared of the stranger still at this point, so that kind of goes back into that. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, the, they're really quick to, uh, 
to jump on the stranger too yeah. again after all he's done for them they're very quick to yeah exile which i guess is kind of their you know yeah it's kind of what they do. Yeah, they kind of even they, with their yeah, own. They, they exile their own. They kind of talk yeah, and they decide it. that the stranger should probably be with his own people. Yeah, and they point. They're going to point him in the direction of a a village of mm-hmm. of, of big fellows. Big fellows. <laughs> yeah. So so he uh, they're going to send him that way, and that's the end of that yeah. scene. Yeah. Very very quick to exile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So it was a cool scene. It's some nice little magic, but mm-hmm. we also get that little shot of the little green shoot coming out of the yeah. tree right at the end that they haven't noticed mm-hmm. that something is happening. They just don't realize it right. yet. But they're going to send the stranger away because they haven't realized that mm-hmm. he actually did do what they asked him to do, that he has helped them, and that he is doing good for them, essentially. They're very judgy. No, they're extremely judgy. <laughs> just a bunch of judgy hobbits. Judgy little hobbits. Yeah. yeah. They got more hair on their toes than... You know, compassion in their veins. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's the end of that scene. Uh, pretty straightforward scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Not so, yet. so we go. We're, so, so yeah. I guess the grove is really close to. I mean, that's in the Southlands. It, it's it's close to the South. Close think, enough. But I think Mount Doom really spread things real far. Like, okay. Like miles and miles. Okay, because I don't know for sure if it's in the south. It just almost seems like everything's real close together right now. Yeah, yeah, so. and that might be because yeah. I don't remember what map they were doing last episode or the episode before. It was the episode before because they mm-hmm. were in last episode. I can't remember which way they were going on that map, but I think they were heading south. Okay. Ultimately. So I think that might be closer than they obviously were. I don't, I don't think it has to be that close though. Yeah, honestly, but yeah, you know, it could close shoot enough, lot. right? Yeah. So the next scene, we're back to Kazakh Doom with uh, Elrond and Durin, and they're with the king, King Durin, uh, and they're discussing the mithril to mine it to help the elves. King Durin is not having it, even though Elrond promises them like significant things, like yeah. that they'll provide him grain and and timber and all this stuff for five years and uh, there's something else he said they provide and like the like the two guys in the in the in the thing were like oh it's a it's a great deal if you know if they can keep their promise and Elrond turns you know he hears them and he's like I always keep my promise yes I'm not just some elf yeah I'm not just some elf so the king turns that down he's not gonna have it he's too I don't know if he just doesn't like elves that much or if he's worried about his people but he does turn down that offer and Durin can't really say anything it's the king so right. they leave Elrond's about to leave to go back to his people to tell them that they, they you know they're they're not going to be saved essentially mm-hmm. and the next we're, I'm just going to roll into this scene that's on where we got it yeah. on the TV I'm just going to roll in this scene cuz I think this scene all fits together uh, Durin goes back to Disa she's she's very angry and she is like blacksmithing angry and like using a hammer and calling the king a lice bearded and uncompassionate, you know, and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And the Disa and Durin, Disa and Durin's conversations are always cool. Oh, yeah. It's just fantastic. It's like Elrond and Durin and Disa and Durin are like the best conversations in the show. Yeah. I so, wish we had more dwarves. Yeah. Oh, well, the dwarves are. The, it's great. Dwarves are great. Yeah. yeah. And we only get Gimli in the, you know, basically yeah. in the, in the yeah. first one. And the Hobbit Other than the Hobbits. Yeah, the Hobbit movies. Yeah. Of course, that's yeah. very dwarf yeah. heavy. Yeah. But, yeah. That's dwarf yeah. heavy. So. 
So, but not like this. Dice is basically just saying you should do it anyway. You should just go mine it anyway to help your friend. I mean, it's Elrond. You need to help him. And Durin's like, what kind of father would I be if I defy a king and show our children it's okay to defy a king? Mm. But, you know, Dice is not happy about it. And Durin turns around and, you know, Elrond's, Elrond's there. And basically he decides that He's got to tell Elrond to go. Mm-hmm. After that, this this all in the same scene. We haven't got to. Yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Basically, farewell. Yeah, it's not. We don't say bye. We don't say goodbye. We, we say, say namare. Yeah, yeah. Namiare or something like that. And Elrond says Gilgalad has to be informed, so he's going to leave. Yeah. Elrond walks out, and right after he walks out. Dur- he gives he gives Durin back the little piece of mithril. Mm-hmm. After he walks out, Durin has the mithril and he like throws it on the table and he's got that leaf that leaf that yeah. Elrond had it's starting to. It's got the black the K, the, yeah. the, the K in it. The mithril like lands right beside the leaf, just next to it, and the leaf starts to heal. Mm. And 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 Durin sees this and he decides he can't he can't not do it. He's right. going to he's going to help Elrond. He's going to help his friend because that's that's it's like a brother to him yeah. essentially even even if his father doesn't want to help. Mm-hmm. So he calls Elrond back in and that's the end of the scene mm-hmm. basically. They're going to do it. Yeah, it's a terrific scene. Yeah, I really like it. I like uh, all both the scenes together. All the scenes together mm-hmm. are terrific. It's it's like this is some of the best stuff in the show. Oh, obviously. absolutely! I mean, Elrond, Durin, Disa, Durin, Disa, Elrond. All the those yeah. those are like the three characters that are really carrying a lot of the mm-hmm. com- comedic relief, honestly, of it, and the more you know dramatic stuff, honestly, because yeah. oh, yeah. of the friendship. It's kind of nice to see like such a deep friendship between yeah. Durin and Elrond, and in a relationship that seems, feels very real oh, between yeah. Disa and Durin. It's mm-hmm. a terrific relationship. It doesn't seem like they're acting. It no, seems like no, they've actually been yeah, friends. The, the for chemistry a long, is yeah. amazing between between mm-hmm. all three characters, honestly. So yeah, this is uh, this is one of the. I think it's one of the. Honestly, oh. the, the scene with Disa, Durin, and Elrond is one of the best scenes in the series. And, yeah. and, and Durin's like you know tearing up and everything, mm-hmm. just fantastic acting. The guy's a great actor. I, I don't. Owen Arthur. I don't. Mm-hmm. know him before this I, i'm sure maybe i've seen him in something but i i don't recognize him from anything yeah. before this but he is very he's killing it yeah 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 all of them are i think yeah, yeah they really are all the dwarves Disa, yeah Disa this is great yeah this yeah. is fantastic she's terrific i've never seen her before either mm-hmm. all right anything else on that scene yeah no i mean you pretty much summed up everything that was thinking yeah. as well yeah yeah, yeah so, some of the best stuff yeah. in the show for sure so good it's so very good. So we jump back to Mount Doom area with Galadriel and Theo kind of moved outside of the area of the village. They're looking back at like the, the orcs and things kind of taken over. The sun's blotted out. This is this is the Mount Doom from the, yeah. from the movies. It's it, this is this is, it's a little bit brighter than than in Lord of the Rings. I feel like in Lord of the Rings it's it's like like a like a more a, a dusk feeling. This is more like a just the sun behind clouds mm-hmm. kind of thing. But it, I guess it looks it's, great. It's newly formed. Yeah, it's so new. Like yeah. we haven't got enough soot in the air. Yeah. I guess at this point. But it looks fantastic. Galadriel and, and and Theo are talking. Theo's blaming himself. 
for what's happened because he essentially told them where the sword was. Mm-hmm. And Galadriel's like, "This is not your fault. This was going to happen. You know, yeah. it's it's nothing, nothing you did. It's absolutely not your fault. You're just a kid. Yeah. And, and bigger forces at play here. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's that's kind of the end of that scene. And then we jump over to. Ellendale, who made it. This is our first time being introduced to him. And a number of people, to be honest. There's a lot of people who survived this. And I know that's going to rub some people the wrong way that anybody survived this. But mm-hmm. they have a lot of people. A lot of people died. We saw a lot of people oh, yeah. die in the village. So so Ellendale, some of his soldiers and a lot of and some of the villagers are kind of marching through the woods to get back. There's Barrack. Barrack mm-hmm. is also there to horse. Ellendale recognizes Barrack. And uh, is is pretty worried. He thinks it's Is- Isidore, but it's not carrying Beric. It's just some random soldier that has longish hair, um, and he's a little disappointed when he sees that. But because he's worried his son is dead, which right. you know, the scene previously we, we could believe he's dead mm-hmm. if we didn't know he wasn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Pretty clearly. So you know, hey, we got a viewer. Thanks for watching. Um, any case, he asks. He, he sees uh, Young Rock, as we like to call him, uh, Isidore's <laughs> friend, and the Queen coming through. He goes up. The Queen is holding on to the young soldier's shoulder, um, and I never can remember his name. I really can't. But she's clearly got something wrong. She's blind. It, it looks like um, he he's realizing it very slowly in this scene, and. Uh, they tell they, he kind of asks about Isidore, and it doesn't really say it outright. But they're like, you know, Captain, you know, hey, and yeah, he's left he behind. just he gets yeah. it. He, mm-hmm. he gets that that Isidore's not with him; that he's likely perished in mm-hmm. the uh, fire. Uh, then I'm just going to keep going through the scenes because yeah. this all kind of fits together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go back to Galadriel and Theo, and Theo wants to, you know. He's talking to Galadriel about a various number of things, and he decides he wants to. He, he says, "You know, I, I'm not a soldier. I, you know." And she's like, "Well, you can be a soldier. We'll make a soldier out of you." And she gives him her sword. Um, man, that's, I don't remember this scene all that well, to be honest. But they're just kind of walking and yeah. talking. And yeah, and yeah. I think this uh, yeah. is this where they scene? hide out from Yeah, is this the a scene orcs? where they hide yeah. they hide from some orcs. He's got the sword just trying to make trying to make their way back to and, the Yeah, you know. and they get heard by the orcs. They're hiding like in this little like ravine under some stuff. It kind of almost reminds me of uh the hobbits hiding from the yeah, Nazgûl. Exactly. It's very similar cuz they're like that right really, over them looking over right. them and it did feel like them. that a lot. Yeah. 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 So <clears throat> And then there's like I would not oh yeah I would not you know use such words it darkens the heart to call good deeds you mm-hmm. know things like that that's it's some good good kind of dialogue mm-hmm. in this episode yeah so it's just nice conversation between Galadriel and Theo and them hiding from the orcs in this scene uh, all right so we'll go one more one more scene after this we go back to <coughs> Elendil and the Queen they're on she the Queen's riding I believe she's riding Beric. Um, at that point and they're walking through the woods and the queens ask when are we going to get out of this fog and they just kind of look at her and she's like how long have we been out of the fog right yeah like, eh, nine, nine an hour it's you been, know, queen. been a while yeah so you know clearly she's blind and he goes do you still see the fog and she goes i only really see gray you know so mm-hmm. she's she's blind we don't know if she's going to be blind for good but there's a chance that she might be mm-hmm. certainly she might be blind for good um but yeah so that is the end of those scenes. So 
what do you what do you got on those? Because I mean, they're just kind of setup scenes, kind of yeah. moving us forward in, in the story, kind of it making it, letting us know everybody is survived. There's Drew yeah. Brees, yeah, who's in, yeah. on the horse, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, just showing who's alive yeah. and who's showing not, who's alive, who's yeah. not, what the damage is, that the queen is blind, mm-hmm. that you know, the Theo and Galadriel show is ongoing. Yeah, really nice, really nice conversation between Theo and Galadriel. I really like yeah. that. It's kind of like. This is the first time building that relationship. Yeah, this is the first time she's being like nicer and not being all high and mighty. Mm-hmm. Really, you know. I mean, I guess she has sort of. She did it with the soldiers in Numenor when she mm-hmm. had that little fight with them. You know, she had fun with them, and she's had good conversations with Elendil. But like her and a kid is kind of a new like, dynamic, and assumingly at this point, because of what we find out later, she she doesn't have any children yet. Um, so it's kind of interesting seeing yeah. her with, with the children. Oh yeah, oh yeah, she's, and that, she that was is, really quick to give up that sword. That is one thing we didn't we didn't say. Like, <laughs> All about she's the, talking to Theo that she was married once, and yeah. that uh, Celeborn, Celeborn. She has not. Yeah. She, during the war with Morgoth, he he was she she thinks he was killed. Mm-hmm. She hasn't at least she hasn't seen him. He never came right. back. Clearly, we know Celeborn yeah. is alive unless they've really changed canon again. Because mm. Martin Sockus, that's that guy's name. So oh Martin yeah, yeah, Sockus. Yeah. Played Celeborn in the in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Mm-hmm. We see him twice, I think, in that trilogy. At the when they meet Galadriel in the in the forest. Yeah, and, and then at the end when they're going the to Valinor, Return of the King. Yeah, yeah, yeah when they're going yeah. to Valinor, so he's in that too. So we clearly know he's not dead. So the expectation is he will show up, and you know it'll be a surprise to Galadriel at some point. Could happen next episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. Know. They mentioned him in this episode. It's like Chekhov's gun. Yeah. You don't mention a character and not introduce him later. Yeah. You know it's Chekhov's gun for sure. I hope they use the same actor. Yeah, it'd be interesting if they use Martin Sockus, but I doubt they will. It'd be great. I mean, he's a lot older now. They don't really age though, but and that guy still looks pretty good yeah he's he's always looked the same yeah in every movie well that was that tom's so, guy that article in tom's guy, you, you should, i'm gonna have to you're gonna have to look that article up because it's ridiculous i mean the guy that wrote it he, he writes a bunch of articles and stuff for tv and stuff but that article i couldn't have disagreed more with that article i'm it's rant time oh no like, no <laughs> Like he was talking nope, about whole let Kel- it go. that whole Celeborn thing where she says Celeborn's dead. He's like, oh, they're going to change the canon. And so it's like, that's not even what the scene Just, said. Yeah. She doesn't say she he's dead. She's never seen a body. And guess right. what? I didn't if take you it, don't see a body. Yeah. You know? I didn't take it as he was dead. She, like, thought, she knows Finrod is yeah. dead. She knows her brother's dead because his body came back. Mm-hmm. They buried or whatever the elves do with their dead when it comes to Finrod. Celeborn, she just—he's missing an action. She yeah. doesn't know. She assumes he's dead, and, and maybe and he's already in the forest. She's, he could be there. He's and just waiting. That's on why she like, joins him. Oh, yeah. I built us a hovel. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> so, so we don't know. A bunch of little Ewoks come yeah. out. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Little bears. <laughs> little man. cross cannon. Spare guy showed yeah. up. We're hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Little yeah. cute guy. So, so I, I mean, that article was just all, all, all over that, and it was just—I was just like, ah, come I think on. that it was nitpick stuff. It was, it's exactly what everybody does. Exactly. Show. Yes, but, that's what I was about. So, about to say so too. the bald move guys also kind of nitpick the show but their nitpicks are actually good ones where they're not like jumping to conclusions they're not jumping to conclusions yeah. they're 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 nitpicking on certain things that aren't great like how how fucking terrible isiodor is in this show he's kind of a shit yeah you know yeah like but Honestly, that's not breaking with canon because he's kind of a shit. Italians too. Italians up. Yeah. Other than 
a lucky fucking sword strike that he got that yeah. won the war. Yeah. I mean, honestly, he took the ring. He didn't destroy it. Elrond told him to. He runs off with it and yeah. ends up bringing Sauron back thanks yeah. to him. He's a know? jerk. He's a yeah. jerk. Yeah. He's, he's supposed a real to be. jerk. He's, yeah. he's a self-absorbed jerk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I ran over. Yeah. I'm done with that. If you got anything to say about those scenes, feel oh. free. Oh, no. Give me more rants. <laughs> this is called the Rant Corner. Welcome. <laughs> Lord of the Lord of the Rants. Lord of the Rants. <laughs> the Rants of Power. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> We're gonna make a new area. Yeah, this could be a new yeah. That. Yeah. It'll be a new episode. Rants of Power. <laughs> the Rants of Power hour. But no, I, I do I totally agree with uh people you do need everybody to, jumping to You need to read that article because yeah. the guys are like, Oh, I'm done with the show over this. I'm like, What? How many people? Have Whatever, that? I, I, you know. But they're I'm still not watching. Judge, I'm not going to judge people's people's taste and things like that. But just it's fine. The complaints are so silly. Yeah, it's fine. If you don't want to watch the show. Don't watch the show. But the complaints, you're you're being a little silly. All right. And if you if you want something that's fast paced action, this is not. No, it. this is not. This the is show. gonna. This is really building a a, a a universe that we knew, but it's expanding it. Yeah. And, so and, and, and it takes thing. time. Like. People nitpick the hell out of honestly the original Lord of the Rings trilogy too for this kind of stuff. But people nitpicked it because it was too actiony. Now people are saying this one's too slow. It's like, what do you want? What do you want? want? Enjoy it for what it is. It's probably a different set of nitpickers. It's probably the nitpickers that said the Lord of the Rings was too actiony are like loving this. And then there's the nitpickers that say this is too slow. That, that really love the, love action. the action, yeah. And then there's us. We just, we just, we're just happy to get more Lord of the Rings. Take it all man. in. Just give give it, it to me. Give me more. Yeah. Yeah. I know it is slow, but it can be. We're seeing. I like. We're it, seeing though. the stuff starting it, to it's, take. It's relationship things. It's yeah. Like, it's like Game of Thrones. You know, that's that's not like battles all the time. That mm. was political intrigue. Now this is not the same. They're very no. different. Watch our House of the Dragon podcast. That yes. We're record later on. Yeah. All right, so we move on from that um, over to Sadok and the Stranger. The tree is growing green a bit. This is where they show the little tree growth <laughs> green a bit. But Sadok's saying the stranger can go find his people. And Nori comes and gives the stranger an apple to say goodbye. And the stranger seems kind of sad about it. Nori seems kind of sad about it. Sadok's not all that sad about it. <laughs> but, but, you know, he, he understands that maybe the stranger is just too much for them. Yeah. You know, the magic of the stranger. Um, all right. Yeah, so what, what's his, uh, is that his wife, the one that is real quick to throw people out? Yeah, Malva. I don't Malva. think it's his wife. I think the other lady is his wife. Okay. She's like her sister, maybe. That's right. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess since the stranger helped her, she's had a change of heart. Yeah. So, oh, she's, I'm like, she's all because she was man. all about throwing people yeah, out. And that comes later. We get her like yeah. being like, "Ooh, I'm in." You yeah, know? yeah. I'm in. <laughs> and you know, yeah, she's starting to kind of, kind of change her tone there. Yeah. But Sadok's still kind of. Sadok's he's he's just a. I don't know he's he's the head yeah he's and he's like the head the neck head harfoot the neck turns the head and that's yeah. what the women are yeah the women you are know? kind of his his his, yeah. his round table i guess that old saying yeah the neck turns yeah. turns the head so yeah. he's just a head a talking head so the stranger walks away and uh that's that's the end of that scene right uh the next scene is actually where she says Celeborn is dead it's theo 
and and Galadriel talking. I, I, I wrote yeah. that it's a great conversation they have, and they talked about Celeborn, and this is where she's telling him it's not his fault. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's all good conversation. Just feeling bad. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the kid's lost a lot. Yeah, and this so. is also the part, I think, where the orcs come, and, mm-hmm. and they're, like, over them. But, yeah, yeah we've very, kind of already discussed very this. Very reminiscent of... Yeah, very reminiscent of the Nazgul and the Hobbits. Yeah, the Fellowship so. of the Ring. So. so we've already discussed this, so we can just kind of jump yeah. past this. We're back down in Kazakh Doom. Durin and Alrond are mining on their own. They got great conversation as usual where 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 he he's he's hammered and they say oh we need to give the mountain a rest and then mm-hmm. they talk about the the uh the competition they had earlier in the show and mm-hmm. elrond just kind of smiles because he threw yeah. the competition once he's again like, their relationship yeah. is just so <laughs> love every bit of it <laughs> and Duran goes elven lies <laughs> yeah and he goes i was winded <laughs> But he goes, yeah. but I just wanted more conversation mm-hmm. in time. So he, he <laughs> little banter Elrond, back and forth. Yeah, yeah. I knew that he could get more conversation with him if yeah. he asked him to walk him out rather than if he won the competition, Durin would be angry and, and right. storm away and he wouldn't get his time to talk. Well, you know, once again, the, the just goes to show the relationship between those two and how, like, yeah. how natural it feels it's between so them. It's so good. I mean, chemistry it, is amazing. It, it is. It is. It's the best in the show. Best. By far. For sure. For sure. So they do find the mithril. They get through a wall and make a hole in the wall. And the CG in this part's a little dodgy, to be honest. When they yeah. go through that hole, it's kind of like weird. I thought, mm-hmm. but they break through a hole and they look in. And they can see tons of mithril, huge veins mm-hmm. of mithril. But it seems like like through that wall, it's just a boom, huge Straight drop down. off. Yeah, and it makes it clear later in the episode. Mm-hmm. At the end of the episode, they do show that. Um, but as as you know, Elrond looks through the hole and as he turns around, the king has found them doing right. this. The king takes Elrond, kicks him from Kazakh Doom. He gets just thrown out the door. They acted like, they acted like a couple of high school kids that got caught doing yeah. something. Like, yeah, they're like, oh, yeah. hi. A couple of high school kids with some <laughs> yeah. beers, you know. Yeah. yeah. They, they throw him out the door, and uh, Durin and the king are talking. And the king is talking about how when Durin was a baby, he was a sickly child, and all of a sudden, you know, he got better, and the king was like, this child will, you know be the greatest yeah, move, move mountains move mountains that's, yeah. it. that's what he said but the king says no longer he's basically disowning Durin he pulls his like little like mm-hmm. gold plated necklace off I guess that means like his kingship or his yeah. princeship or whatever, his heir or whatever. and throws yeah. it on the ground Durin goes to pick it up and he says don't you won't need it you yeah. know so he's essentially disowning Durin yeah. yeah so yeah uh, great great scenes all, as was, usual he got the king got mad at him for sticking up for his friend yeah and he brought up that he's just as much of a a brother to me Oof. like he came out of his mother's yeah. womb yeah and the king oh the king did that not got like the king, that he got he got pissed at he that hated that he and that's when he yeah, very pissed about that he got up and ripped it off and i think that, i don't i think it's because i guess Duran's mother is dead yeah and that's what they're the, saying you know the king is just very sore about that i think yeah. he's 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 just never stopped grieving over that yeah apparently. and i think it's kind of made him a bit of a miserable person at this point maybe she died trying to have yeah another yeah that's why yeah. he jumped i mean Duran has brothers so though i think that's been made pretty clear because decent yeah. mentions brothers earlier right. so he has other other siblings but mm-hmm. yeah you know, we don't know what happened to her it's no. not like they keep it kind of vague it's not like when a lindo goes she drowned and that's the only yeah <laughs> no, i gotta go back to that because bald <laughs> move brought up, brought up a great point they're like the sea is always right yeah <laughs> 
Because <laughs> she drowned. Oh, nice. Like, oof. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> That's right, yeah. She is always right. Yeah, might want right. to rethink you that. Got her. That, so, that logic. Yeah. All right. So, do you have any anything else? To say <laughs> no. On that? no. All right. Uh, I, I do. I, I do love how they're really making the Mithril a central point. Yeah. Of this whole. Yeah. You know the whole. Yeah. Well, they're gonna. They need it for the rings. Yeah. So it's a uh, it's really building it up towards that. But yeah, yeah I mean, yes. like the you know the original movies, it, it was a little bitty part of it. You know, you get the mithril. Yeah, the mithril vest that can't be stabbed. uh, But, you know, you didn't really know other than that. They didn't really go into detail about it. Other than, you know, we do know the rings did were forged from it. So, Still a question how Shelob got through that mithril, though. True. She wasn't even in her sexy lady form. No. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) All right. But yeah. So yeah, the mithril is becoming yeah, it's pretty pretty mm-hmm. central to the story, yeah. obviously. All right, so next we get the uh I got the bad Swedes. <laughs> <laughs> the ascetic, uh, the oh they have names. There's the ascetic, the yeah, I can't remember their names. Uh, they have three different names, but right. they haven't really said the names in the show, it's just in show notes and stuff. Like, the priestess. Yeah, there's <laughs> that's what like I call that. them. Yeah. yeah. So the people who are clearly looking for the stranger at this yeah. point, there's no doubt. I mean, it was it was not doubtful from the start, but they're looking mm-hmm. for the stranger. What for? We have no idea. But they come to the to the grove. They discover the green there that's regrowing. They know the stranger's been there. They're about to walk towards where the stranger went. Nori jumps out and says, "No, he he went this way." You know, like trying to throw mm-hmm. him off the scent because she doesn't want him to find him. They come over and Nori's, you know, talking to him. Well, they don't come over. They disappear from where they are and just yeah. all of a sudden appear behind her and grab her hair. Yeah. Largo comes out, Nori's dad, and is waving fire and be like, I'll brain you if you harm one hair on her foot. Which yeah. I love that line. <laughs> brain you. Yeah. And he holds the fire up to their face. The the one, the shaved head, Eminem elf. Not an elf. They're not elves. <laughs> grabs the fire and, and puts it out with her hand and then holds her hand uh-huh. up and like blows the fire and sets their whole camp on fire mm-hmm. all their wagons on fire and it's just like they start freaking out trying yeah. to do something and lose everything and they go they yeah. leave the the, the the swedes leave mm-hmm. and at least they didn't kill anybody i guess they just set their set their livelihood on fire essentially yeah. and everything yeah. clearly it's not their mission yeah yeah so. so so that's it for that scene they obviously probably don't believe nori they're still after the stranger mm-hmm. um yeah so anything on that scene no no all right. So the next scene, we're back in the camp. Uh, the Numenors have set up a large camp. Um, Beric is coming into the camp, and Elendil tries to calm Beric down. Beric's not calmed down. Beric wants to get out, so Elendil lets him go, and he takes off. I honestly think he's going to find Isidore. I think Beric knows Isidore is still alive yeah. Oh yeah. and is going, and that's why he was acting like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Because there was no indication that he acted like that until mm-hmm. they got to that camp, and then... He had to go back because he realized Isidore wasn't there, I think, is yeah. what it is. So he's going to get Isidore. Good horse goes back yeah. gets his master. Yeah. Elendil also, you know, comes there and basically decides he never should have picked up the elf off the ship, you know, yeah. during this scene. You know, and uh, I'm just going to keep going. He kind of jumped to that Yeah, he, really he, quick, he did. He too. Jumped to that. Uh, I guess because Barrack ran away and it was his last piece of his son, yeah. you know, his run away. He was looking to blame somebody. Yeah, he had to blame somebody. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
So Theo's also there. He goes in a tent. He arrives and goes in a tent with a bunch of injured. He's looking for Bronwyn. He doesn't see her. He sees one woman he thinks is her. It's not her. He sees a dead woman. He's going over to lift up to see if it's her, and he hears Bronwyn's voice from behind him. Mm. She survived. Looks great. Yeah. Not not a single scratch on her, really. Yeah, she doesn't and, hardly get dirt yeah, on her. She, she runs over and hugs Theo, and then Aaron Deere comes in, and Theo runs over and hugs Aaron Deere. And Aaron Deere's kind of like, I think, shocked by it, mm-hmm. because... Theo hasn't really liked Aaron Deer up until recently. So right. Aaron Deer's like, oh, well, okay. And then hugs him back. It's so a sweet little moment. She got cut up in the episode before. Yeah, she did. So did they use Elven medicine on her? I don't know. No, because she had don't have she Elven had medicine. Unless, I mean, she got she she stabbed like somewhere yeah. in, he shot with an arrow somewhere in here. So maybe they didn't. They probably patched it up. We couldn't yeah, see it. We didn't really see it. There, yeah. She seemed she looked, okay. Yeah, I mean she yeah. looked she seemed good. Like she didn't even get in a yeah. in a confrontation. So yeah. So uh Brahman and Aaron, Aaron Deer are okay there with Theo. Muriel uh, is sitting up on a mountain. Galadriel comes up to her during uh, Ellen Dill's up there as well. And Galadriel goes up and kneels before Muriel. Muriel says, no, we don't kneel in Numenor. And Galadriel says, well, you're not in Numenor. Yeah. And Galadriel's kind of crying because she brought these people here and this happened to them. And she mm-hmm. feels she feels really bad about it. And the queen says, badass line. Like, yeah. Do not, do not waste your pity on me, elf. Save it for our enemies. For our enemies. I was like, oh. Because yeah. they don't know what they have unleashed yeah, today. They do yeah. not know what they have. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing line. Uh, just amazing. Numenor, and she's yeah. like, Numenor, we will go back to Numenor, and yeah. we will return. It was building, know? yeah, that that whole, like, oh, yeah, let's get, you know, yeah. let's, let's yeah, get in there. She's also wearing, like, the the, um, the strap around, mm-hmm. like, the cloth around her eyes, and I was like, she looks like the, the blind character from KOTOR. It's like, uh, oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, that, that scene almost came to a screeching halt when she was like captain ready the ships and he's sitting there sobbing like a little baby responding i guess because he's like oh we're gonna leave he's my not son into behind this now yeah, yeah he's not into it he doesn't want to so that back. whole he, the whole speech yeah. just came to a screeching halt yeah he thought they were done yeah. he thought they were going back and they weren't coming back mm-hmm. so yeah that's a screeching halt at that yeah point. but it kind of took away from the moment it, it kind of cuts <laughs> right there yeah and so so that's that. Uh, any, anything to say about the scene that we haven't really said already? No. And Muriel's just being a complete badass in this yeah. scene, basically. Yeah. Rally in the troops. Yep, she really so. is. It was fantastic. And I mean, honestly, why? I don't know. I mean, because she, she feels she nothing, needs to. I guess she sees that these people need help, and they're the only ones that well, can help out. I think yes on that, but I also think she's smart enough to realize that if Sauron's back, he's not going to stop. Somebody's got to stand between at the borders of the ocean. He's going to come for Numenor too. Right. There's no reason he wouldn't. And yeah, Numenorians and elves joining forces. Yeah, yeah. Galadriel says pretty awesome. She's going back to Gilgalad to to gather the elves for battle, basically. All right, so the next scene, we go back to the Harfoots. They're cleaning up their camp that's been burned down. They find a will, like Largo finds a will. And then he, he tells Nori to get up and, you know, help because mm-hmm. she's just kind of sitting there. And, and they're like, oh, you know, come on, let the girl mourn, you know. And he's like, no, we don't have time. We're Harfoots. we got to get going. Yeah, we this gotta is go. what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, and Nori finally just says, no, I'm going to go help. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go save the stranger. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Poppy's gonna go and uh, Malva 
stands up and goes, I'm going too. And yeah. she's the one that wants to leave them behind earlier. Oh, yeah. wants to, and it thinks yeah. he's evil and all that. But, but you know. Change of heart. He's had to change of heart, and she's going to go help now. Yeah. That was just uh, shocking. So we kind of got a little into <laughs> yeah, that a little earlier. earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Um, we jump back to Galadriel and Arendir. She's talking about going to Gilgalad to get the elves involved, and that's kind of just a quick scene. There's not much to that. She's right. going to leave. And that's it. That's yeah. all there is of that one. Uh, then you find out that Halbrin made it. He's injured heavily. He's got like a large bloody spot on his shirt right yeah. there. They found him on the side of the road, and Galadriel says she'll take him back to the elves for elvish medicine to heal him. Which Last time we saw him, he was with Adar. He was at least close by, yeah. Because they had captured. Yeah, Adar. but I don't think he was with Adar. I think he was outside. He was the one that said, get behind the wall. Okay. Yeah, when he was outside. So, so. he got severely injured. However, the very next scene, he's just up on a horse looking fine, to oh, be yeah. honest. It, it, it's one of the, this is my nitpick. He's just yeah. up on a horse looking great. Yeah. yeah. Little, little pale. Little pale. Little sweaty. Seems great. Seems yeah. like it would be hard to ride a horse with those injuries and things like yeah. that. But he's up on a horse doing fine. But they did. Gladriel did say he needs elven medicine so yeah. did she get that for him no no i think she's got to get are him they back. going to she's get she's got to get him back to linden okay yeah i didn't yeah, i didn't know if she gave to that linden. to him already yeah. no no i imagine <clears throat> maybe um bronwyn gave him some 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 of that painkiller seed yeah. or whatever it is you milk know? of the poppy i mean <laughs> hold on wait <laughs> crossover <laughs> milk of the other thing yeah. all right so the next scene disa and durin are talking again about the king and i can't remember exactly what goes on in the scene what they're talking about in this but hmm, do you remember exactly because it's decent during again and i don't remember really exactly what they were talking about in this scene per se oh about how he's the heir we're gonna yeah. rule no yeah yeah. It's just, yeah 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 he, he's gonna be the ruler and that his father's being stupid and that, he's you know, he's he's nearsighted he's he, yeah you know yeah. he's getting old he yeah you know it's time to you, yeah. you're and gonna you're gonna be ruler yeah and that's kind of capped off with the king sealing the cavern yeah uh sealing up the cavern mm-hmm. and throwing that leaf in yeah the leaf floats down and burns the up effing balrog is yeah. down and that's our balrog that's and, our balrog that we're gonna you know, see in lord of the rings and that that may be why uh, the king he knows what lies oh, yeah. beneath he knows you dig too deep it's problematic yeah he's like I'm trying to keep everybody safe. Yeah. I know what's down there. But he's yeah. not saying anything. No. You know. No. But so. I mean, we're not supposed I don't think we're supposed to understand that the Belrock's like just a hundred feet down there, though. He's like yeah. thousands of feet yeah, down. Yeah, way that down. That leaf there. goes pretty fast down, yeah. is what we're trying to say. And and like that's our Balrog from Lord of the Rings. That's the yep. one that, that Gandalf fights, mm-hmm. you know. He showed him earlier. Macho man's him down the hole. Showed him in was it the episode before two episodes before well with yeah we we saw that but i don't think that was supposed to be the same not the same one yeah it yeah, could have there could be I there's mean, several oh yeah because that was yeah. more, those are more morgoth's generals balrogs yeah. morgoth's generals okay yeah so we got a balrog hiding down there and then the last scene we get over to is adar with the orcs they're around the village where mount doom is erupting and adar ha- is basically saying this is now our home and you know the, we're going to name it for ourselves and yeah. they start saying adar yeah. adar and they f- push the southlands on the scene breaks apart yeah mordor <laughs> now i have i have a beef with that yeah i thought that was kind of real cheesy it is because they haven't done anything like that throughout the show <laughs> i know but, i i would like when they were chanting adar and he was like we need to rename this you know art 
we need to rename it to what we think. And he sits down, and I wish they would have just cut after they showed Mount Doom. Yeah. And then, stop, don't do that. That was so corny. It, it took was. away from it for yeah. me. But, yeah. you know, other than that. It, it would have been just as bad if they if they would have been like a dog. Yeah. A dog. That's that's the end of the episode. It was a terrific yeah. episode. Yeah. A lot of movement in the episode. I really like yeah. it. Uh like we said at the first. And uh yeah. yeah. So another terrific episode yeah. of Rings of Power. I don't care what anybody else has to say, that's my, what I think. My favorite episode because I mean it this is really pushing things along. Yeah. You see, you know, Mount Dune, everything. Mordor is started. I f- I Although my only beef is the very end. That, yeah, that, that was, was like, silly. I, was I was silly. like, really? It's not on. like a, a show killer or anything. No, but know. it was so dumb. Yeah, it it didn't fit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I, I feel like people are also going to be pretty disappointed next week because it's not gonna not gonna end everything. where everybody thinks it should. Yeah. Probably. I I don't know. I, I have a feeling we'll be we'll find out. Who Sauron is, if you know some background on the character. Yeah. He's have, not going to be in the form that you yeah, think. He's yeah. probably going to be in the form of, fast forward 10 seconds, if you don't want a spoiler, Anatar. And if Halbrand comes in, comes into the Elven lands and is healed and says, you know, Halbrand's not my real name. Yeah. I go by Anatar. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't see. I don't know. I hope that doesn't happen. I man, I'm starting to feel it might you know, happen. I really. You am. know my theories on that. I'm starting to feel it might happen because yeah. there's some very convincing evidence. But anyway, I still think he's going to be the uh, king of the. Is it the undead or the dead? Uh, the undead. I want him. King to of be, the. Dead. I, I want him know. to be that guy. Yeah, the oath because that really fits. You yeah, know, the oathbreakers. Yeah, because yeah. they're you know he's he's getting the trust of which this all points to. Sauron too. <laughs> He's getting the trust of all the people in the Southlands. He's gonna build an army, of course. Get trust of the elves. Yeah, trust of the elves. I mean, that's everything that he does. But he could be the one that backs out when they need it. True. Most. True. He and that's be. that's what I'm thinking. That's what yeah. I'm hoping. I don't want to. Very well, could be. I don't want to be a Sauron. You know? <laughs> don't you go Sauron <laughs> on me now, <laughs> Sauron. Yeah. All right, so that is the Rings of Power, episode seven, the penultimate episode. We are done with the podcast. Yes. We will be back on Twitch here in an hour and a half, maybe, give or take, Mm -hmm. uh, with the House of the Dragon podcast. Mm -hmm. So if you want to stick around after watching House of the Dragon, which is about 16 minutes into it right now, uh, we're going to get on to the HBO Max right now. Yep. Thanks for listening. Yes. We'll see you next time. See you soon. Killed it.